Welcome to Create Your Edge, a marketing podcast. I'm your host, Brian Shilligo. Every month, we learn about the history of marketing, take an expert-led deep dive into an interesting new marketing topic, and have a little bit of fun. On this episode, we're learning about the history of Creative Edge, and we'll tell you a little bit about what you can expect from the Create Your Edge podcast. So that brings me, on this very first episode, to our very first guest, the CEO and founder of Creative Edge, Jason Ray. Jason, thanks for joining us today. How are you doing? Well, thank you for having me, Brian. This is great. <laughs> yeah, we're excited to have you on the very first episode. Uh, we're going to get a little bit here into the history of Creative Edge, not right this second, but before we get to the history of Creative Edge, we're going to talk about the history of this day that this episode comes out, which is March 10th. Today, on March 10th, in 1847, Jason, mm-hmm. Alexander Graham Bell made the very first telephone call. Really? It's a, just a coincidence that this happened to be the first day of the day that we're recording, <laughs> but the very first telephone call was made on March 10th in April 1847. Alexander Graham Bell called his assistant, do you know his assistant's name? Nope. Thomas Watson, not very many people know that, who was listening on a receiver in the next room and famously said, Mr. Watson, come here, I want to see you. That was the very first wow. telephone call ever made. Very cool. As is the case with many inventions, Bell wasn't the only one working on the telephone. Bell's most prominent competition was Alicia Gray, who some author, Alicia, Elisha, I don't know how to pronounce that man's name, who some authors think should be considered the true inventor of the telephone, alleging that Bell stole the idea of using a liquid transmitter, which was a key element of the telephone, Mm -hmm. from Gray. As to who should actually get credit for inventing the telephone, uh, Bell did file the patent first. There mm-hmm. was a race to the patents office, very famously. Uh, but the story is far too complicated to settle here. I think it is a fascinating affair full of rumors, accusations, and court cases. Uh, but whoever should get credit for inventing the phone, I think it's safe to say that our industry and countless others wouldn't be the same if it hadn't been for the first humble telephone call. Wow. <laughs> That's very cool. Very cool. Isn't yeah. interesting? Yeah. Well, I didn't plan that, but it is the first, the very first telephone call came out on this day. Let's get to our main discussion, Jason. This podcast, it's called Create Your Edge. It's named after our company, mm-hmm. Creative Edge. You're the founder. You're the CEO. Why don't you give us, we just did the history of the first telephone call. What's the history of Creative Edge? How did this company start? Well, ironically enough, and it's, and it's interesting that, that you all uh, came up and, and decided that the name of this podcast should be Create Your Edge, because I was actually on the phone with my dad telling him about what I wanted to create. Uh, I was 22 um, back in 99, and, you know, I was, but I couldn't come up with the name. And, um, and so I was telling him, I'm like, you know, at the time he lived in Houston, so we were on, you know, the old-fashioned landline because this was before I even had a cell phone, and uh, and so and I remember specifically, you know, kind of pacing back and forth, kind of brainstorming with my dad, and I said, you know, I just I want to create something different, you know, that's that's not like most marketing agencies. I really want to help businesses to create their edge in the marketplace, and he said, well, I think that's your name. And I said, "What?" I mean, so you said, can't say even that take again. credit for the name, is what you're saying? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I get. Well, it's yeah, it's uh, it was it was just interesting that yeah. I, I just was kind of spit spit firing, yeah. I guess. You know what I wanted. You know, so I kind of the competitive edge, mm-hmm. creative edge, and so that's kind of how how it all how it all started. Yeah, and it's funny, you know, I, it's interesting to me that the moment that sparked the name of the company, create your uh, creative edge, coming from you talking about wanting to create an edge for clients is sort of 
the perfect epitome of how our company operates, at least in the short time that I've been here, in terms of that, those, those kind of brilliant moments and ideas coming out of, from just a little conversation with somebody you respect, which is, I think, how the best ideas sort of tend to come sure. about. So I think it's kind of inspiring that's, that, that this company was born out of a moment like that, because this, I think we really try to make that every day is sort of that process is how we operate. At least, I don't know, that's a, that's a fun story. No, you're absolutely right. Well, I mean, I think that, uh, you know, I've always told my kids and, and I kind of that, and I kind of look at my, my, uh, our team mates almost as my, my work kids, uh, you know, as I'm kind of like, you know, the dad of creative edge, I guess. And, you know, that, that our actions will always speak louder than words. And I, and I think that, that, um, obviously I didn't invent, you know, we've been saying that a lot, a, a long time, but I want to be a company that lives up to its name. So when we lose our edge, then we become irrelevant, um, as a company. So it's my desire kind of as the, as the captain of this ship to, to continue to push our team, to continue to, um, improve their skills to to continue to think outside the box and and uh, and push our clients outside of their own box, um, and really that box represents a comfort zone, right? Yeah. I think that one of the the biggest enemies for uh, progress and innovation is is the is the concept of well we've always done it this way, right? So it's a, that's a place of comfort, and it's easy to fall into that. I, oh, I know yeah. I, my previous job that was something that was very easy to fall into. In certain environments, things stagnate, and when people aren't, if you don't have at least one person there kicking the tires over and over again, it's Absolutely. very easy for that things to kind of sit like that, and it, it's 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 harmful. Absolutely, for sure. and I, and you're right. I mean it's. You know, I I read a book. Can't even think of the name of it now, but it's it's all about how we are wired, yeah, um, as human beings, and uh, as far as our brain chemistry, and we resist things that make us uncomfortable naturally, yeah. right? Um, and so, you know, people that are terrified of public speaking, you know, have a physical, <laughs> physiological response yeah, sure. at the idea of getting on stage in front of a group of people, and so pushing yourself past that place of fear, um, as scary as it is and as unnatural as it feels, is also one of the bravest and, you know, most amazing breakthroughs that I think you can have as a human being and as a brand. I feel like, you know, Simon Sinek, who is kind of one of my modern day heroes, uh, because I think that he's so beautifully articulated what many of us marketers have always believed, and that is uh, your why is way more important than your what. And if you're brave enough to step outside of your comfort zone as a business owner or as a marketer and kind of tell your story in an unusual or non-traditional way, all of a sudden it's, you know, it's, you, you use Steve Jobs as an example, who certainly broke through a lot of barriers. Arguably, maybe he did or didn't have the best product at the time, but he captured loyalty among his followers. I mean, the way that he told a story about his desire to put a ding in the universe, that, those were his words, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, what, what, it, what was his personal mission? Um, and I think people just are inspired by that. They're, they're inspired by brands that make you feel something. And I think we become too complacent as businesses and marketers, and we just want to craft the usual narrative of here's what I'm selling, um, here's how much it costs, and, you know, and then it, it just really doesn't doesn't do much for the consumer. Typically. Yeah, for sure. So we've been talking a little bit about the history of Creative Edge and kind of what our 
the zeitgeist of this company is. Uh, let's talk a little bit about, since people are listening to this podcast, for, let's just kind of transition for a second and talk a bit about what this podcast is, what people can expect, why they should listen to this podcast. So when we came up with this idea for the podcast, we wanted to do a couple things, really. One, we wanted to help business owners, other marketing people share our knowledge. We have a, a pretty wide, uh, diverse base of knowledge at this company. Is that what you think about our company? Do you feel that when you 100%. walk in the door every day? 100%. Yeah. Um, and so we wanted to share that knowledge because we have people that do everything here. We have people that you do video. We have people that know the, the backside digital stuff really well, uh, the Facebook marketing, all, you know. Graphic artists, we have people who are, one of our specialties at this company is we do a lot with real estate, which is maybe not a super widespread thing for other marketing companies that, you know, so we have a, we have a lot of knowledge about a lot of different areas in the marketing world. And one thing we want to do is share that knowledge with, again, primarily, I think one of the, the people that can benefit a lot from this would be if you, if you own your own business, if you're trying to start your own business, if you're, uh, even if you don't own a business, but you're like, if let's say you you're, you want to write a book and you want to figure out how to get that book out there into the world, uh, which we have several people at this company sure. who have done, sure. um, and we'll talk to them at some point down the road. Uh, I think that this is going to be a good opportunity for those people, for you to to sort of figure out how to get your message out there, how to get yourself out there and and show the world who you are and, and what you have to say. Um, and second, uh, I think it's important that one of the things that we always stress when we're talking to brands, and you mentioned it earlier about not don't show people what you do, show them why you do it. Mm -hmm. It's something you say mm -hmm. a lot. Mm -hmm. And I think we kind of thought this would be a really cool opportunity to show people why Creative Edge does what it does by mm -hmm. getting our people in front of a mic, in front of a camera, yeah. listening to us talk and see the passion that we have for the company. I think it's obvious, and for what we do, I think it's obvious when we sit down and talk to you, Jason, that you have a lot of passion for this industry. I do, <laughs> I do, I do. I appreciate you saying that. Yeah. I, I think that, you know, uh, 20 years in, um, you know, I'm not going to say that the marketing world is all sunshine and rainbows every no, day. No. So talking to my other marketing folks out there that may be listening, uh, you know, there it is a constantly evolving industry, keeping up with the technology and, and the digital components, which, you know, take a lot. I mean, literally every day something new is changing with yes. Facebook or, or with how Google is, you know, uh, whatever. All those types of things are ever changing. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, the, the one thing that is constant really is is the general mindset and philosophy of, of what creates results and and I think the, the thing that I'm passionate about and you, you you said it a minute ago or asked me or asked me you said uh, would you agree that that when you walk in you see just a very diverse talent pool here at yeah. Creative Edge that's probably what makes me most proud um, when I when I do uh, see our team working and content writers and, um, you know, people writing scripts for, um, a new, new video that we're going to pitch to a client, um, our incredible video folks and animators and designers, graphics, um, all those things. We are one of the few agencies that I'm aware of that, that really does not outsource hardly anything. Yeah. I mean, we really do everything under, under one roof here, and, and that makes me incredib incredibly proud. Um, we're lifelong learners. Everybody's constantly learning. We encourage our team to, to, to always be growing their craft, and if they want to uh, learn something new and have a goal to, to, to bring on something new, then, then you know, we do that. Yeah. Um, but, but what I, what I wanted to, to, to really hit home here is, you know, in the last three to five years, what I've been so focused on is creating a company that's built on results, period. Um, because 
the, the only way to truly grow a marketing company is to be every day adding value to the clients that you're serving. And we don't refer to our clients as customers or clients typically. They're yeah. partners yeah. because we, we want to be in the trenches with the client and not just selling them a package um, or you know locking them into a 12-month contract like so many marketing companies do. But I think that whenever you get down on the front line with that client and say, where do you want to be? What are your goals? My team probably gets tired of me saying this, but my favorite quote when it comes to this is Zig Ziglar's, if you help enough other people get what they want, you will always, always get what you want. And so I think that if we always put on that uh, that philosophy um, in our approach to every single partner and client that we work with, and we stop at nothing until we help them achieve their goals, A, we're going to grow astronomically, and we're building loyalty and strong relationships that um, if if someone else, some other marketing company knocks on their door a year later, they're not even going to give them, you know, the time of day because we built, you know, such a solid bond. Yeah. And I've really noticed that in my short time here. Like I said, uh, it, it, I don't know if I've ever been, I've worked at several companies and I don't know if I've ever had a client come hang out for a few hours and bring us cookies and drink beer with us, you know, just in the <laughs> afternoon on a day. I was like, well, this is different. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's it really shows the kind of environment that you foster here at Creative Edge. And I think it really does translate to success for both our, our partners and for us, which is, is really exciting. And I think something that I, I think part of that is what we can share with other people through this podcast and through what we're doing here is kind of that the spirit of the of what we do and why it, it works, basically. Love it. What do you feel? Let me ask you a yeah. question oh, now. Oh wow! All right. Uh, let me let me flip the flip the. You know, so you've been here, um, you know, long enough. Yeah. To to, you know, to kind of get get the groove of I'll use. I love that you said spirit, the spirit of Creative Edge, mm-hmm. if you will. But what do you think is our magic? What, what makes us different than, than other agencies or, or places maybe that you've worked pr- yeah. prior? So f- the thing that I've noticed very quickly is, and it's, I, I guess my, so my biggest and longest experience in the industry has been at, uh, at, a, at a rather, uh, a company owned by a national uh, conglomerate of companies. And we, you know, we were one cog in that machine. Uh, and it, the thing, and so it, it was more of a corporate atmosphere type mm-hmm. of thing. And I think the the biggest thing I noticed when I came to Creative Edge was that every single person in the office wants to be there every single day and loves working with every single other person in the office. I don't I couldn't think I could I, I I've been here roughly almost six months and every single person I don't think I've met anybody that you were like, oh, well, they clearly don't like that person or this person doesn't, you know, like everybody likes each other and everybody wants to be here and everybody is pushing towards the same thing, which I can assure you. And I'm sure you, I know you know this, but I can assure our listeners is not the case everywhere. And at sure. every company you'll you'll work for or go to, uh, you'll you'll run into plenty of people who are just there to get a paycheck, uh, who are just there to punch the clock. And, uh, you know. Not that they're doing a bad job or intentionally so, but it, they don't have the sort of passion and drive for what they're doing uh, every single day. And that's one of the things I noticed here. And I think that the reason that exists in, at Creative Edge is because you, you talk a lot about things. You want the business to be a bottom-up approach. You you value everybody's opinion just as much. The, the person who's been here for a week, uh, you know, right. and, and I felt that immediately. But the person who's been here for a week, you value their op- opinion and input just as much as a person who's been here for 15, 20 years and is, you know, a director, that sort of thing. Not only did I feel that, but I think that that is 
it's a bottom-up approach from your end, but that you that top-down dissemination of value mm-hmm. from you, the CEO, from everybody higher up in the company, quote unquote, it, it really it really makes you feel like a valuable member of the team and that your opinion does matter. And everybody says that everywhere you go, mm-hmm. every boss will tell you, yes, we value your opinion just as much as everybody else, but mm-hmm. it's never true. Mm-hmm. But I have felt like it's true here, which is one of the things that has really made me love the you know five six months that I've been here. So love love that, and I and I um, that just reinforces to me that um, that that we're doing it right. And I and I will tell you, as an entrepreneur, as a CEO, um, I don't get it right a lot. Um, you know, and 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 I think that you know. Uh, it's failure is life's best teacher. Yeah. You know, screwing things up, you know, as long as you learn from the screw up, you know, is, is, is where wisdom is, is created. And I still got a long way to go. And, um, but I feel as though, um, right now we are kind of, you know, 2020, uh, have, we, we've, we've assembled probably the best team in, in the history of Creative Edge is where we're at right now. Our culture is, is, is at an all-time high, in my opinion. And, um, yeah, I just I think, you know, sky's the limit this year and, and beyond. So it's good stuff. All right, it's time for Name the Noise. In this segment, I'm going to play a short audio clip that's related to marketing or the history of marketing or marketing technology in some way. And it's your job as our listeners and you, Jason, I'm going to ask you, you probably won't know, but we'll see. And our viewers to figure out what this sound is. So for our very first episode, it's a pretty short sound. It's going to play three times. See if you know what this is. Okay, so that was it three times. I'll, I'll give you a hint, Jason. And you, I don't know if this will help. I don't, I, it's a tough one. The person is saying, hear my voice, or the words. It's a little tough to understand there. Okay. Do you have any guesses what that could be? Hear my voice. Hear my voice. And this is related to marketing. It's related to marketing. Hear my voice. Is this like an old, old ad? It, it, it um, uh, it, precursor to an old ad. <laughs> precursor well, to an old I can't spoil it this time because <laughs> our listeners have to come back on the next episode to figure out what it is. Uh, but we will have on social media places where they can comment their guesses if they think they know what it is. Like, hence, I'll say, like I said, they're saying, hear my voice. I think you may be able to Google it from there. Maybe not. But it is, you were right in saying it is a very old recording. That's the other hint I'll give you. A very old recording. So. Wow. Yeah, I have no clue. So, <laughs> so good luck, listeners. Yeah. Although, go yeah. ahead. Go ahead and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and you can comment your guests on this episode's post, uh, and then uh, we'll let you know in the next episode if you got it right. All right. In future episodes, we want to hear your questions. We don't have listener questions yet because this is our very first episode. Nobody's. We don't have listeners yet, mm-hmm, Jason. Mm-hmm. But we'll be devoting this whole segment to answering your burning marketing dilemmas in the future. So if there's something you want to know, check our social media, see what our upcoming show topics are, submit your questions, and we will have our genius marketing experts answer them for you. Love it. All right. It's time for the game segment, Jason. Are you ready? We have to bring in... There's only you on this episode. Okay. So we have to bring in a competitor. Do you know who your competitor is? Is it Mr. Bollinger? It is Mr. (laughs) Bollinger. We're going to bring in Austin Bollinger. And he's going to take you on. All right. So it's time for the game portion. Austin, welcome to the podcast. It's our very first episode. How you doing? 
Good. Glad to be here. Fantastic. We needed some competition for Jason because he can't compete against himself. Although I guess he does sometimes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> You're going down, Austin. <laughs> so the way this works, I'm giving you each six cards. They each have one word on them. You're going to combine two of those to create a product, and then you have to sell that product to me. But I'm not the humble podcast host, Brian. I am now a male fashion model named Brion. Hmm. I'm French also. So you're going to sell me that product. You each have about 30 to 60 seconds. At the end, I'll decide who the most successful sales pitch was. You get bonus points if you come up with like a slogan or something, but you don't have to. No pressure. So I gave you the cards. Have you guys come up with your products? Yes. You guys both go. got it. All right. So uh, I'm going to have... Since Jason, you're you know you're you're gonna get the second you get to go second you get home field advantage here. Okay. So, Austin, because you, you're the actual guest on the episode, Austin, you're gonna have to go first. You get I'll cut you off when you're done or when you wrap up. Thirty to sixty seconds. Male fashion model, sell me your product. Absolutely. So in today's age, nearly everything is becoming automated. We have robots that mow yards. We have robots that clean your floors. So my product is the robot shower. So as a male Ooh. fashion model, you're a busy person. You Very don't busy. have time to be messing with your own showering. So this is basically a car wash for your body. I love it. You step in, five minutes later you step out, you're clean. This is fantastic. Easy peasy. All right. I mean, it's a pretty pretty simple sales pitch, but I cannot lie, I hate bathing myself. So <laughs> I hate bathing myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Always looking for an extra hand. Yeah. <laughs> So you already, I mean... That's I'm, my tagline, by the way. Oh, that, he, that wasn't... He gets, he gets your no, bonus was, point for that I get one. the bonus point for your tagline. <laughs> All right. Fantastic. Jason, sell me your product. So after you get out of the shower and you're ready to hit the runway, yeah. most fashion models, uh, you know, with your physique, you know, probably you get a six or eight pack and yes. you're not going to be wearing a shirt, Never. but it is, uh, you're, you're going to need to wear a scarf. And so, um, just I a, am French. Yeah, just yeah, yeah the French brillant. So, um, but we all know that most fashion models have alcohol problems, right? So, so we're we're creating the alcohol scarf so that inside oh, your scarf uh, there is a nice tube that you can fill with your favorite vodka, whiskey, or so this is a camelback, but a scarf. It is, and I so while you're walking working the run runway, you can simply just sip your scarf. <laughs> And get just as loaded as you as you want, and I think that uh, you know it's it's a it's a fantastic product, and it is manufactured in Paris. Oh wow! So is I, sip your scarf, the tagline. I yeah. like sip your scarf. Sip your scarf. That's a, it's simple. Yeah. It's to the point. It gets across the message. It was either that or suck it. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I, but I think, but, but actually in French it would be a suck it. Suck it. Uh, okay. okay. I'm going to cut out all the offensive stereotype voices in this episode. <laughs> so, very good pitches from both of you. Uh, I want both, I will say, in real life as me, not the, not the male fashion model, because I do hate showering and I do like a, a good drink on the go. I'm going to cut that out. Um, <laughs> so, I will say I have to give this one. Mainly because my job depends on it. To Jason! <laughs> no. no. Honestly, his pitch was better, but... Uh, I think his pitch... I will say this. I think his pitch was slightly better, but uh, you did come up, I like your product, but also you did come up with his slogan for That's him. True. So I'm that was your bonus guy. point that tipped you right over the edge. They were both had very solid points, I, but I'm going to have to give this one to Jason. And let's face it, the swag that could be created in the t-shirts for the Suck It scarf yes. would be... 
brilliant. They would be great. <laughs> I mean, I just actually would be surprised if this product doesn't already exist. If there is not a scarf that has some sort of flask in it, but who knows? <laughs> that was fun. All right. I probably played it too safe because I almost went with uh, Bacteria Baby or Rainbow Pipe. Bacteria Rainbow <laughs> the Pipe. Rainbow Pipe. I would have been on it. You would have so, won just on the product. I, I played it safe. Robot shower was too easy. <laughs> we could have had a Shark Tank dual product with the with the, the rainbow with pipe? the rainbow pipe and the suck it and scarf. The suck it scarf. <laughs> I, <laughs> hey, that's a that's a that's a two pack item at the in the in the in the checkout line at a Walmart. That is just, maybe not a Walmart, but <laughs> yeah, ten items or less. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you both for joining me for product pitch. It was a blast. Austin, thank you for competing uh, and being humble in your defeat. The points are made up and don't matter, so (laughs) you didn't really lose. But thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for joining us for the very first episode of Create Your Edge, a marketing podcast. Come back next month when I'll be sitting down with Creative Edge's Director of Digital Strategy, Cody Lunsford, and Digital Marketing Strategist, Miles Murphy, to talk about Facebook marketing and so much more. Until that time, remember to get out of the damn box and go be extraordinary. Create Your Edge is a production of Creative Edge Incorporated, a full-service marketing company headquartered in Cape Girardeau, Missouri. Remember to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere else you're enjoying our show. You can also stay in touch through Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Just search for Creative Edge in Cape Girardeau, Missouri.